Welcome to the African Turf Academy mega interview series. My name is Andrew McKenna and I'm the founder of the African Turf Academy. I look forward to taking you through the series and talking to various role players in the golf and turf industry. Hello, Justin. Hi there. Hi, Andrew. How are you? How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, and you? Good, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. How's the weather down in Cape Town? It is, uh, it's blowing a gale and it's uh, starting to rain right now, so happy um, to be inside. Yeah, well, it's, it's freezing. I see your boss has just joined us as well. Um, no, uh, it's freezing beautiful. cold up here in Pretoria. Yeah, I saw Matt, okay. uh, Matt sent me All a picture right. this morning. Okay, I'm just going to start with the formalities. My name's Andrew McKenna. I'm the founder of the African Turf Academy. Today we've been joined by Justin Harrison. He's a past student of the Academy, has got off on the journey of, uh, into the turf industry. So I'm looking forward to hearing his story. I haven't spoken to Justin in, I don't know, 18 months maybe. So it'd be good to catch up. Um, and uh, here's Nikki just joined us as well from the Silver Lakes. So, uh, all right, we're going to kick off some simple questions first, Justin. Uh, Cape, uh, Town or, Cape Town or Durban? Uh, Cape Town, huh? I've, uh, I've learned to love this lifestyle. It's, uh, it's two, different, two different lifestyles, but um, yeah, Cape Town for sure. Okay. Uh, Augusta or St. Andrews? St. Andrews, all the time. Okay. And uh, last one for now, Jack or Tiger? Uh, Jack, uh, yeah. Um, his record, uh, that's just one that I don't think is ever going to be beaten. Okay. All right. Second man in a row to say that. Second youngster in a row to say that. All right. Right. Justin, we're going to talk about your career now. Uh, it's in its early stages, but um, I want to hear how you got into, into the, uh, into, interested in the turf world and, uh, and tell us how you started. Um, so it started back when I was pretty young. My dad uh, was... He still is a member. He's been a member of this, uh, our golf club, a small golf club, little nine-hour golf club in Great Town um, called St. Catherine's. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's been a member there for like 20 years. So I would always go out there with him. Um, and the head greenkeeper there and the owner of the golf club, um, he's one of a very dear family friend. Um, so his son and myself grew close over the years and – I'd go and spend a week or two out on the farm, just learning mainly just to be out on the farm because I just love that lifestyle. Um, and then he got me involved in doing daily tasks on the golf course. So, um, yeah, Pete Null, he is the one that got my, my interest sort of sparked about uh, learning about greenkeeping. So, yeah, I started okay. back, I'd head out there when I was during school holidays when I was 15, 16, and yeah, just got okay. into it from there. All right, and then you, at some point, at <clears throat> some point in that journey, you got in contact with uh, us and Derek in, at the African Turf Academy. What year was yes. that now, 2015, 2016? Uh, yeah, 20, if I'm not mistaken, it was, yeah, 2016. Um, I was looking at, obviously, I'd school and 2013 taking a couple gap years and uh, I always knew I wanted to do something in golf um, mainly the turf side uh, so uh, I was looking at, at trying to do it overseas uh, mainly America but um, yeah it was just 
a little bit too expensive and wasn't too sure about which was the right right channel to go through. Um, so yeah, uh, looking for somewhere back home was my next step and obviously trying to find the correct one. And uh, yeah, one that could definitely get my career set up. So okay. yeah, that's when I found yeah. so, Surf Academy. Okay, so you're in the, the, the phase when we were still growing and still trying to improve what we do. Um, so you spent two years with us and then, and then you headed off to, um, with Mike O'Keefe to Ohio State, right? Yeah. Tell us a, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, that was, that was definitely, uh, my next step. Um, obviously I've, during my time at the academy, we got to meet Mike O'Keefe, um, through a few video calls and seminars like that. And I knew that that would definitely be my next step as just to gain experience on obviously overseas uh, on a bigger scale. Um, mm. So yeah, so applied for that, got in there, um, spent my first six months at Robert Trent Jones Golf Club in Virginia mm. um, under Scott Furlong, uh, who is a very, very good greenkeeper up there. Um, and he helped me out extremely. Uh, he, uh, he set up a few things for me, uh, helped me volunteer at the U.S. Open at Shinnecock, um, which was absolutely, I never expected that firstly going over there. Um, mm. And yeah, and then um, spent my last six months down at TPC Sawgrass, where, yeah. Um, Okay, but the, the first one, Robert Trent Jones, that's, uh, a lot of people don't know that golf course, but it held the President's Cup five times, right, in the early days. Is that right? Uh, four times, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, four okay. times, and then it's also held uh, the Quicken Loans. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's got a lot of heritage to it. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a private 18-hole golf course, members only. Um, but, yeah, it's obviously hosted four President's Cups, so it's... Uh, it's a golf course that can host championship events. <laughs> Justin, Justin Ackerman, uh, Jason Ackerman's watching and he's saying, Justin, you're an excellent green kid, but a terrible golfer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that one. <laughs> you're not, you're not that bad, not at all. Well, I haven't played golf in a while, so. What's your handicap, around nine or something? Uh, no, it's golf right now, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a, it's a it's a four, four point four, but it's definitely not playing to that. Okay, yeah. So you're not not a terrible goal, but maybe maybe in Jason, compared to Jason, but, so, <laughs> bit, yeah, a exactly. bit hard. Uh, all right, go back to so Robert Trent Jones. That's one Lake Manassas, isn't it? Is it called Lake? Is that right? Yes, yes. On one of the the main lakes in Virginia. Um, so yeah, the whole basically the whole back nine, the whole left hand side of the golf course is water. So it's uh, it's quite a challenging golf course. Completely cool season. Um, bent grass, fairways, tees, greens, um, and then uh, some raw rough. Um, so it was quite a challenge to look after that in the middle of summer in Virginia, where we're having thirty plus degree days and humidities in the high 70 percent. Mm. So it was a uh, it was a challenge, but it it definitely was was one of the best times that I had because mm. you definitely learn you learn quickly what not to do and the correct way to do it so yeah, well. and then you you were chosen to go to the US Open what tasks what what did you have to do when you were at the US Open 
So I got to mow uh, greens on the back nine. I mowed 13, 14, and 15, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we, we... Sorry. I'm we... Yeah, so we got there. I didn't really ex I expected to be in bunkers as uh, as I was one of the younger ones there. Uh, myself and one of the other guys that I was interning with, uh, a guy from Morocco called Ali. He, him, and myself got chosen, and I think him and myself were probably two of the youngest guys there. Um, so yeah, I expected to be in bunkers and doing the ATD around the golf course. Um, so yeah, then. Yeah, and your name being read out in front of everybody that you're going to be mowing greens is uh, it's quite exciting. So, yeah. Mm, okay, cool. And what did, what, what did the green speeds get up to that week? Can you remember? Uh, uh, considering you had Phil Mickelson running across the green to fetch his ball, um, they were quick. So, it was a fun one. All right, so then, then the second part of your Ohio State uh, journey went to. Um, uh, Sawgrass. Yes. Right, and then you worked the Players Championship as well, right? Yes. Yeah. So okay. it was the first time in I think twelve or fourteen years that uh, the tournament had been moved to March, um, which back in the day it always was in March. Um, so uh, yeah, it was the first time in that period that the course had been overseeded. Uh, we did a complete wall-to-wall -wall overseed everything got overseeded. Um, so, yeah, it was a, it was a fun challenge because I'd never done an overseed. Um, and it was, a, it was a good learning curve because a lot of the staff that were there in the management role had never done an overseed at Sawgrass as well. They had all... Um, Jeff Plotz, he used to look after Scottsdale and obviously they had done overseeding all over there. Um, but I don't think any of them had ever done it at Sawgrass. So it was, it was a new challenge, even for them. Um, mm. So it was great to be a part of that whole process and just seeing how, how everybody got used to the whole thing. Mm. And how, how involved in the team are you as an intern? Are you fully involved or are you like, kept to the side? Or how, how no, no they, did a, they did a very good job of keeping us pretty involved. Um, obviously, we weren't in the meetings with all the assistants and the managers and all of that. Um, but we were kept, kept up to date with everything. Um, I guess we are more involved than the daily staff because obviously we would be there. We'd be first and last out. Um, so we made sure all the machinery was set up in the morning. Um, and yeah, we'd basically be there and doing all the tasks once everybody had left. Mm -hmm. um, so we were, we were we were kept kept in the loop pretty nicely. Um, they obviously knew that that's what we were there for. We we're trying to become assistants. Um, mm -hmm. So so Jeff mm -hmm. and Lucas and the whole team they 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 did an awesome job involving us in processes that that would help us in our career. Mm -hmm. And I remember you sending us a video from Sawgrass that you were uh, water managing the back nine at the tournament. Is that right? Yes. Is that, I remember right. Yeah, yes. so we we all, leading up to the tournament, we were all wondering what, what jobs we were going to be given. All wanted to, all had our ideas of what we wanted to do. But obviously, um, that was not up to us. Um, and yeah, hearing that I got get to look after the back nine at Sawgrass with Waterwise is, um, was top of my list um, 
and I was extremely grateful to have that opportunity, um, mm. especially when you get to get, look after uh, probably the most famous hole in golf, um, the 17th. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was that was definitely the highlight of my year at at mm. uh, Ohio State. So yeah. Mm. Okay, so how, how does it compare um, your experiences with uh, the t massive tournaments compared to day-to-day -day work? Yeah, I'm talking in America now. Don't don't you haven't come to you haven't arrived in uh, South Africa yet. You're still over there. How does it compare? Um, obviously, at RTJ, we we looked after a course for members, mainly members. Um, so it's. Compared to the tournament, nothing much varied besides frequency of mows and just like dialing in, like timing and all of that. Um, but yeah, daily runnings, even at Sawgrass, uh, nothing much changed. It was, it was obviously a, a lot more refined when it came to tournament week. Um, mm. But we had been practicing for tournament week for, for four months before that. Okay. So we had everything like all our processes down, like what we're going to do, how we're going to do it and all of that. Um, so the daily runnings, uh, it was also a little bit different though, because Sawgrass, we basically started preparing for the tournament from when we got there with the overseed and all of that. Um, mm. So it, the golfer, the average daily golfer almost got what the tournament got, um, which, which, I enjoyed doing because you're obviously keeping a standard throughout your entire time, which uh, okay. I, I love to do. So, so it, it doesn't drop off a lot when the tournament disappears. It's not like you. When yes, obviously there's there's obviously going to be some like we we walk mode rough, um, which was a, a fun process with rotary mows. Um, <laughs> so we had teams of between twelve and twenty yards or with uh, your normal backyard lawnmower um, mowing nearly every bit of rough in play. Um, so that, that process, obviously, once the tournament had finished, I think they, they did it for a little bit after, and then they went back to using normal mowers. Um, but, yeah, obviously, the speed, you've you got to give your, go your golf course a rest as well after you've been beating mm -hmm. it for three, four months straight. Um, you've got to give yeah. it a little rest. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then you, so you finished up there, um, and then you you came back to South Africa. I think this is when I last spoke to you. Uh, yeah. How did how did you end up getting to where you are now? You're now the assistant at Erinvale. Yes. Which is um, one, of the, one of the top golf courses in South Africa, one of the top golf courses yeah. in the Cape. How did you manage yeah. to land that role? Uh, so I got back uh, sort of an awkward time. Um, it was going into winter. Uh, here, back here. Um, it was April that I got back. Um, so it was sort of the time where golf courses start to quiet down with with all of their processes. Um, so I, I sent my CV out to a few golf courses, didn't hear anything back. And um, it was actually my girlfriend who found this position because um, I knew I wanted to move down to the Cape. Um, so I'd, I'd been focusing on golf courses down here. Um, so uh, my girlfriend actually found the posting for a golf club in Somerset West, but there wasn't much more on it. So I sent my CV off 
and um, yeah, actually chatted to Craig Haldane uh, once I heard back from the interview saying that it's Aaronvale because I didn't know who it was. So I heard that it was Aaronvale and I chatted to Craig and Craig actually said that he knew Greg because Greg was, back in the day, Craig used to be Craig's mm. assistant. Mm. Yeah. So Craig actually helped a lot as well with chatting to Greg. Um, and then, yeah, uh, flew out here for an interview, met Craig, met the team. Um, and then two weeks later, Craig said, pack your bags. You're in. Yeah. So That's great. Packed, packed up my whole life in a, in a week or two and drove down to the Cape. From okay. okay, cool. So I'm glad that uh, the network that we create in ATA is able to help the guys uh, further down the road, even after you've left us. And I think that's growing and growing and growing now. So um, yes, we'll, get no, on the, we'll get on the advice you can give to the, uh, the students afterwards. But um, Craig talks about Greg, your boss, um, as, a, as a mentor to him, um, which I'm sure is a a big compliment to Greg uh, and um, yes. ha how ha have have you found that I don't want, I, I don't want to get personal here but your men mentorship have, in your in your journey have you uh, found some have you got some uh, like a, a base of mentors that you can rely on now yes no absolutely um, obviously Greg now uh, being this is probably my first proper assistance role that I fitted into. Um, so Greg's definitely, if I have any question, um, he's very good at, he loves asking our opinions. There's, it's myself and another guy, Nick, we the two assistants here. Uh, and we're very fortunate to have two assistants here, um, which helps a lot. It also helped me a lot with my transition into being an assistant and at a new course. Um, mm. So Greg's very good at just letting us he lets us air our opinions freely. Um, obviously, the buck ends with him, um, but mm -hmm. he—he—he's not—he's not closed off to ideas. Um, we can always go to him. Uh, so yeah, he's definitely been—he's definitely my main source of mentorship right now, um, mm -hmm. and he's definitely going to be for mm -hmm. the foreseeable future. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. Uh, in the early days, obviously starting out at ATA, I had Nicky Curtain. He he definitely helped out a lot. Um, mm. He he, obviously we were new. He understood that we were new. Didn't didn't really know much about much, and mm. he definitely helped us set up a foundation for for yeah. getting into the industry. Okay, cool. Okay, and now now so early in your career to be second in command of a top course. Um, how, how has that been? How has that journey been? Uh, it's been good. Um, it's obviously been nerve-wracking uh, when it started out. Um, you do, you do. Uh, when you spend time overseas, you think coming back home is going to be easy, but it's it's each each has its own challenges. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely been. I'm happy that I took the step that I did, um, and I feel like every day I'm getting a little bit better at it. Definitely nowhere near the level that I want to be, um, but obviously that's that's going to take time, and I understand that's going to take time. Um, mm. So it's 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 definitely a process that that I've enjoyed, and and I'm, I love 
I love what I do. So it's it's something that I'm enjoying learning every day about. Okay, and what sort of things do you still feel like you need to learn before you can uh, be tempted into the next step of being a, a golf course superintendent? I assume you, you would like to go to a, the next step would be to a top course, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, education-wise, uh, I feel like I need to do a little bit more in education-wise, uh, get a next qualification and something something that's going to help uh, almost like a business management-wise. Because I see, obviously, I see our Greg, the things that he has to deal with, and that's definitely the side, like a lot of like budgeting and all of that stuff that I feel like definitely needs to play a big role, especially if you want to look after the top club. Um, mm. It also helps when you sort of fit into a role uh, of a superintendent um, that sort of has an overlook of how clubs are run as well as how the turf sides run. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So we're, so actually adding, we're actually adding that into our course next year. We're adding yeah, business management into the turf management. That's 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 definitely something that's that's going to help a lot when it comes mm. to to because I mean it's it's definitely not all mowing grass twenty four seven. Um, there's a lot of lot of other things that come into play. Exactly. And are you allowed to say where you would um, where you would love to end up? I'm sure Greg doesn't mind um, you having dream having dreams. Yeah, uh, no, let's Greg, talk. Let's Greg, talk. Greg and I open. So yeah, yeah. I'm very I'm very open with Greg. He knows. He knows. He knows what I think most of the time. So, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely, personally, I'd love to end up probably in the States. I'd just say because just the scale of everything over there, like, it's just, I don't think you can really compare it to to anywhere else in the world that the amount of golf courses and the amount of money that is going into golf courses. Um, and just, yeah, uh, I definitely would like to be involved in hosting an event one day. Um, that's, that's something that's just to, uh, just to tick off the bucket list. Um, what do you mean by all... that Com compared to, com what do you mean that compared to what you've done in the U S open at Sawgrass? Yeah. Like basically as, as a greenkeeper host an event. So the, the main man as, as the main man. Yeah. Okay. Which, so which to, is definitely not going to happen in, anytime soon uh it's definitely going to be a process but uh it's something that i'm going to work towards yeah that's a good goal that's a good goal okay and so you're talking about sa and, and uh usa what, what what is the difference in the how do you compare the two apart from money obviously the the dollar and the rand is a bit it's affects everything what else do they do differently then uh i'll just say it's there's a lot more attention to detail on a broader scale uh not that there's not attention to detail back here um i like to think that there is um but it's just you get a lot of golf courses that don't really have the funding that uh most golf like a few golf courses have here over there okay you got the same but it's 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 a little bit smaller um so i mean just the like the machinery was like you see a few courses like they have a lot of golf courses here they have a, their fleets are old um mm. we're very fortunate here we have a good relationship with toro um so our, our fleet is our fleet is decent here um but 
there are smaller golf courses where they just have to get by with what they have. Um, and I think overseas in America, even the smaller clubs seem to, uh, the machinery-wise, the availability to machinery and and uh, things that just help with your daily run-ins is, is a lot more available over there in the States. Mm. Okay, good. All right, so um, before we go on, uh, if any of the guys who want to ask uh, Justin any questions, please fire away. Don't often get him on the spot like this, so give him a, give him a, give him a bash, uh, some nice curveballs. I'm going to go on to a couple of other ones, quick ones from me. Um, rugby or cricket? Uh, rugby. Okay. Rory or Brooks? Rory. All day. Okay. And place to live, USA or SA? You kind of, uh, you kind of answered that one, but uh, you can uh, answer it again. Yeah. So, listen, South Africa is always going to be my home. Um, mm. I'm always going to love this country. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's, it's a tough one. Uh, it just depends on what's going to happen in the future. Um, but yeah, South Africa is always going to be home. So yeah. you can, it's not as if I'm going to hate it. Okay. All right. All right. So going back to your, your role now, um, obviously you're still an assistant. So maybe managing people isn't uh, such a big part of your role, but maybe it is. So I just want to ask you what percentage of your role is managing turf in, uh, compared to managing people? Because I think the higher up you go, the more that balance starts to get tipped towards people. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It's it's kind of a, an eighty percent managing people, twenty percent looking after the golf course. Um, mainly because you've got a staff that if they don't do their jobs, then the golf course doesn't basically look the way that it should. Um, mm -hmm. So making sure that the guys are doing what they should be doing is my main goal uh, on a day-to-day. -day. Mm, um, okay. So, yeah, looking after guys. It's, it is Greg, Greg sort of, he lets us uh, manage people. He lets us do, should I say, like we look after the guys a lot more than I have seen at other clubs. Okay. All right, so you've actually got quite a lot of managerial requirements in your role as yeah. the assistant okay that's good yeah, yeah. that's great yeah, very, i love i love the way that that uh things are set up here and okay. uh the structure well craig craig Alden keeps asking me to get greg on here so i don't know greg i've never met him so greg uh, i'll ask you now you, you're keen to come on and uh, share some of your wisdom with us if you if you are uh, i'll be in touch if you're not give me the thumbs down on the screen all right yeah. harry Harry is uh, asking, you know Harry? You know Harry, Justin? Harry from the yes, Academy? Yes, Harry, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if you crossed over which paths. Um, how are you doing? He says, um, well, there's Michael O'Keefe just joined us. Uh, how are you doing? Would you say you stayed too long not finding work when you got back from Ohio? Uh, uh, I, think, I think he means, did you take you too long to get work? Yeah, yeah, it it's, it was a tough one. It's just the, it was. I think it was um, it was just a tough time to come back, um, going in the time period and the season. Um, so a lot of golf courses, and obviously they don't want to do much during their winter periods because it's normally saving money. Then you're not mowing as much. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, it it I definitely uh, it did take me a, a decent amount of time to find. Uh, what I was looking for. Um, 
Uh, and yeah, it's, it's something that it's situational because it took me not even a month to get, no, I wouldn't say, I'd say not even two weeks to find this job. Um, but I, I'd been searching all in around for, I'd say a month and a half to two months. So, I mean, it, it can change in an instant. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's about getting yourself out there as well and just making people know that you are, you are looking for, for work. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to think Harry that we can be of uh, assistance a bit more if we get some, uh, you know, if you keep communicating with us, we can help you as well. Uh, when you come back, uh, but obviously when you do come back from April, in April, you, it is, it is, it is going to be tricky. For a couple of months um so i think you need to expect and i think you you welcomed a little break right you worked so hard in the u.s that you welcomed yeah. having a, a six weeks off to recharge yeah, no, it's the, it was good but it's uh at the end you uh you sort of start to get bored <laughs> bored. okay uh nikki nikki's asking what your biggest challenge you have faced so far on the golf course um i'd say uh, Try to like at Sawgrass, the the amount of people that you sort of have to answer to um, is uh, it's uh, is I mean on the stadium course we had three assistants, um, we had the superintendent and then we had Jeff and Lucas, who were the director and the assistant director, um, and then we also had the head of agronomy for the PGA tour there as well. So you basically having to answer a lot of different people and try and keep them all happy. I think I've lost you. Uh, no, you're back. Um, no, you're back. You're back. You're back. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it was quite a challenge to uh, to take five or six different instructions uh, from people all above you and people you all have to listen to. Um, and still keep everybody happy. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's probably people managing as, uh, and, and dealing with uh, different instructions has been, has been quite, a, quite a challenge that's, that I've dealt with. Mm. Yeah, your signal seems to be going. Oh, let me see. Yeah. No, you're right. You're back again. Right, come. You're back again. All right, so how did you deal with that? How did you deal uh, with the different people, the politics, the, call it the politics? The, the sort of the best way to do it is to go to the top man. Um, so, yeah, most of the time uh, it was sort of uh, having to give somebody a call and just be like, I've been told this. Um, are you happy with the way that I'm doing it? Are you happy with what I've been told? Or do you want me to do it a different way? Um, and that's that's sort of the best way that it has to be dealt with um that mm. obviously doesn't make it, it makes some people sort of unhappy in certain times especially when there's not really much time to do things uh mm. tournament weeks and things like that but um yeah that's it needs to get done yeah i think that's the biggest challenge in the golf industry in general is dealing with the club politics staff politics whatever politics you want to do. Uh, I'm glad I'm not in politics. Wouldn't want to be in politics right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things that you can't avoid. 
Um, you have to learn how to negotiate your way through it. I think the best advice that I can give in that is that you just be true to yourself. You need yeah. to you need to make sure that you you can lie in bed at night and know that you feel like you did the right thing for yourself in terms of the bigger picture as well. Okay, uh, Todd Bannerman is um, asking a question about the best advice heading out for, the, to, for an intern heading out to the Ohio program. We're gonna get to that afterwards, Todd. I'm gonna ask um, uh, Justin about his, um, his uh, advice to the students. I just wanna quickly run through what questions, if I've missed anything out. Um, I think we have covered a lot. Where would you like to end up in your career? Yeah, have I got there? Where would you? Where, which golf course do you want to end up? Yeah, at? you you did ask you're, me. Um, you're, I don't, you're, I don't really have I don't really have a specific golf course, um, but yeah, I would like to look after obviously a top golf course, um, and yeah, uh, obviously that's that's just something that I want to do. I want to look after a golf course that that requires the best. Um, mm. Yeah, and obviously that that's something that I'm going to work towards, and hopefully eventually get there. All right, so we've got a couple more questions. What uh, last one really is? What advice would you give the students uh, <laughs> of the African Turf Academy starting out in their career? Because you're probably the, the 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 person I've had on who's got the closest contact to the experience that we're trying to encourage. Um, yeah. So, what advice would you um, would you give them? Um, I mean, put your hand up for, for anything. Um, if, if there's, there's obviously, it's not all rainbows and sunshine, uh, in this industry. And, um, if you're not passionate, then it's definitely not the industry for you. Um, I think that this, this industry requires a lot of passion. Um, so yeah, uh, there's going to be jobs that require you to go out of your way uh, they're not going to be very fun jobs they're going to be uncomfortable but those are where say Nikki is going to see that you actually have the dedication to the industry um, and to the golf course and um, yeah that, that's going to put you above everybody else when it actually comes to time for for taking recognition for things um, mm. So yeah, definitely That's put your exactly hand up. Right. Take opportunities, every opportunity that you get. Um, I know when when I started out at the academy, um, we would only have to be there for Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, basically. Um, we ended up, myself and Matt, ended up basically coming in there every day, Monday through Friday. Um, and that eventually got us to help Nikki, um, and we got hired as sort of like the interim assistants, mm. uh, at which that is an experience to to have that experience while you in your first year basically of studying is something that not a lot of guys get to do. So, mm. yeah, definitely put the work in. Yeah, my favourite nursery rhyme is the little red hen. And I, uh, the little red hen. If you ever read it, and the underlying oh. story about the little red hen is brilliant. I honestly you... haven't read that. In all fairness, probably <laughs> going to be shocked for this. The little red hen is the story of the of the hen that goes and finds a grain of wheat and asks all the other uh, animals in the barnyard to help her sow the wheat, and no one wants to do it. And the fat cat, and they all sit there and sit there. But eventually, after all these tasks, she. 
she uh, creates a bread, and when they want, when she, they can all smell the bread, they all want to eat the bread. But they didn't help. They didn't help her along the way. What? Read the read the story and read between the lines. It's very good. I, I must, but it's I must exactly, go. I must go and read. <laughs> but it's exactly what you're talking about there. Put your hand yeah. up for everything. Put your hand up. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Exactly. Mm. And then yeah. and, and people notice that you don't need to have a checklist. You don't need a register. You don't need to see uh, the guys who are doing that. You know. You know, yeah, I'm sure. It also it also builds trust, and I think trust in this industry as well, especially when you get into an assistance role, is your main thing that is going to get you to where you are. Um, you need a your 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 superintendent needs to trust that you know what you're doing, and you also need to have that experience. You can't expect to give somebody an instruction to do something uh, and not know how long it's going to take or how to do it because you haven't done it yourself. So you need to, you need to learn everything. Um, and you need to learn different ways of how to do things, which is also a great thing that this program offers with doing two years at Silver Lakes. And then you go to Ohio and you get to experience two different golf courses. Is you learn mm -hmm. a lot of different ways to do the same task. The outcome might be the same, but there's different ways to do it. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, uh, Dean, uh, Dean Geyer, you know well, right? You know Dean? I know Dean. How do you know Dean? Was he on the program? He, he was he, in the early days. Have you just... Yeah, he, he, came, he came back from, was it Kuwait, I think, or Qatar, yeah, yeah. when was it? Um, yeah. And then we, we obviously, we were at the academy, and I think we met him through a mutual friend, and obviously just got on because we were both, at the academy, he went to the academy and we went to the academy. Um, and then, yeah, played, got to know him through that and then just stayed in contact. Mm. There's another one I must get on this. Uh, yeah, Dean, no, you, must, you, must, you must come and join me on this one day. Um, he's asking what your favorite grass is to work with. Uh, that's a tough one. I do enjoy cool season uh, at RTJ with a bent uh, and just the way that cool season grass looks um, is, and the playability of it, uh, yeah, uh, I enjoy cool season turf. Obviously, uh, not from a maintenance point of view. With uh, You basically, if your whole golf course is cool season, you're basically looking after a, a giant green uh, with, with all the disease and other things you have to worry about. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, do, I do enjoy cool season. And what do you have at Erinvale? Is it the standard Kikuyu? Yeah, is it yeah. And bent greens? Yeah, we got a bent power mixed greens. Uh, obviously, depending on the season, the bent and power have uh, their favorite times of the year. Mm. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we got a, a proper bent power mixed greens. So we got to look after two different types of grasses throughout the year um, on our greens, which is, which is also another challenge and something that mm. I've never done, which I'm enjoying. But yeah, Kikuyu fairways and tea is rough. Okay, brilliant. All right, all right, Justin, that's it from me. Um, what, uh, how do people get hold of you? What uh, social media handles have you got? Twitter, Instagram, what, you, what do you use? Yeah, uh, I'm not the best at uh, social media lately. Uh, but yeah, I've got Instagram, uh, Justin Harrison, or Justin underscore Harrison 9. 
Um, and then, yeah, Facebook, Justin Harrison. Um, I do have Twitter, but I'm not really so I'm not really active on there. I use it more for uh, research purposes. I follow a lot of people. Um, mm. Don't really post much on there. Um, mm. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be it would be something that you from me. Um, my advice would be to get get active on social media. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. You are, you are a brand, and uh, you need to keep your brand visible. Um, yeah, no. Whether you whether you realise you're a brand or not, you are. Um, so you need to keep uh, that visible and uh, and stay stay connected. Doesn't mean yeah, you're looking no. for other opportunities. It's just stay connected in the industry. Yes, definitely. No, I agree with that. And I uh, I know I've been bad, especially with Twitter, because I know that's that's one of the biggest platforms for mm. for superintendents and greenkeepers. Um, so that's that's something that I definitely starting to yeah, get yeah. into. Yeah, I mean, uh, the guys I've been speaking to all over the place, the, 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 good, the really top guys, they're really on all of them. Yeah. They've got their finger on their pulse on everything. Yeah, uh, no, that's that's yeah. why they're the best. And, and, you know, one of the things now that they have to be good at is this. Um, not necessarily interviews, but it can be just, uh, just, staying, just staying connected. All right, um, Nikki's asking, how are you coping with the golf course during lockdown? Uh, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, there's... Three of us. So there's Greg, um, and then Nick and myself, and obviously we've got our mechanic in. Um, but yeah, three of us to look after 18 holes. Um, we've just been very fortunate. It's been it was a very dry summer, as it is in Cape Town. Um, so a lot of lot of the rough dorm went dormant, um, and yeah, things growth wasn't too too lush coming into this lockdown. Um, but yeah, now. Oh, winter time is when we meant to get our rain. So uh, if this carries on for the next couple of months as expected, um, it's going to be fun if we start to get the amounts of rain that are predicted as well. So it's yeah. been tough, but uh, but yeah, we, we're trying to keep on top of things. Obviously, the small little attention to detail is starting to go. Um, but yeah, we're trying to get that back. This morning I was out cheering uh, <laughs> like uh, green side sprinklers. So. So yeah, it's just like small things like that that are starting to slip, but but mm. we 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 are doing as best we can. Mm. For, okay. For we have. All right, Greg, we'll be happy that I'm not going to take up any more of your time. You can get back to your your work, uh, no. guys. Thanks for thanks for guys for watching. You had a good turnout today, Justin. So you are a no. brand. You must keep it no, keep it you. flying. So there are lots of uh, lots of our past students and other guys uh, watch. So thanks for watching and uh, no, thank you thanks, very much. Justin. And keep in touch. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you very much. Okay. Cheers. All right, Justin. Cheers. Keep well. Cheers. Bye. Thanks very much for listening today. I hope you really enjoyed the interview. If you need any more information from African Turf Academy, please visit our website, africanturfacademy.com. We have our online platform and our full-time academy based in South Africa. And we really look forward to seeing you in the future.